Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. And I'm Scott Beer, Cold Beer Enthusiast. Welcome to episode 78 of Bring Nothing to the Podcast. We ain't got a guest. We out here, Montreal. Just you and me. Just me and you and our lights. Our beautiful lights. This is the first time I've been illuminated by yes. said lights. How do you feel? It's intense. <laughs> I feel quite lit. And I literally, a beer, literally, literally lit. lit, lit. Uh, okay. and had, yeah, that's a triple entendre. Wow. wow. Too many entendres, too many French words. No, not too mm. many French words. Not enough French we're words. Out yeah. here in Montreal. Quebec. Quebec. Scotty came through us for uh, a nice little uh, podcast couple of days. Yep. Gave up the weekend. Respect, fam. Mm-hmm. And uh, so today we did a podcast with Dunham Brasserie. Shout out to, uh, do you know what I was calling him? Eloy, but I heard him say it was like Eloi. Eloi. Which is much nicer Eloi. than Eloi. Yeah. So apologize, man. Like that was, I don't know. I didn't, I just, I didn't even think about the French side of it. Yeah. Anglophones, am I right? Ugh, you are right. Disgusting. So what we thought was, I know we did the last episode with 71 or something like that for New Year's Day. Solo? Solo. And the 78, and we we're like, you know, we tend to not do too many solo episodes, but we thought, well, let's do a series of podcasts with the two of us, and we're going to focus on a province uh, or, an, or at a least region. a region yeah. uh, of uh, our choice um, that we chose to focus on... Um, as an overall. So we said in multiple videos and now that we're trying to really drill down, we've been traveling a lot, focusing doing podcasts from Australia and Cali and yeah. Vermont, blah, 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 Vermont, Detroit and stuff like that. And now we were like, you know what? We want to really drill down at home. So t- between Toronto and Montreal and included in that would be Ottawa and um, Vermont making a nice little diamond yeah. of, uh, of places. And since you're here in Montreal, we figured let's get a whole bunch of our, our actual MO when we went to Paluso was to get Quebec beers, but we ended up with Montreal beers. So just I guess the, just kind of the way it worked out. Yeah, I kind of wasn't even thinking. Everything was from Quebec, and I was like, "Oh, let's do that, let's do that, let's do that," and it just ended up being that. Now that could just be lack of familiarity on both of our parts. For me, for sure, I kind of felt a little lost in there because I'm not as familiar with the Quebec or Montreal scene mm-hmm. as you are. But um, yeah, I don't know. There just we just seem to gravitate towards these, I guess, because you see. Uh, breweries you've tried before or yeah. styles of beer that you like and you know, oh, I've heard of that brewery before. So we yeah. kind of just gravitated towards that. But I mean, I think we got a pretty solid lineup here. I think we really do. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty amped. So you also, you also <laughs> yeah, dropped, tell them, tell dropped one. <laughs> so we we went into, uh, for those of you who don't know what Paluso is, it's uh, a, a depaneur. Depaneur. A depaneur. So, so convenience store. Convenience store slash craft beer uh store store yeah, yeah. for lack of a better term so uh we're just kind of walked in there's a bunch of beer everywhere it's all it's all categorized by style which i like so very cool you go to like a, the the stout section of the store and it's all stouts local stouts and everything yep, yep. from there is from quebec right Correct. yep the nothing is from quebec. outside of quebec right. except for 
There was Mill Street. I'm not sure if you noticed. I did. And, there and Bowles, Goose Island. And there was Bowles, and Bowles. So right. both of the those three. Right. Goose Island and Mill Street by because of the obvious the right. A B. But Bowes hustled and get themselves a spot at the warehouse at uh, cool. Oshlag. Um But that's it. Everything else is Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of. I like the way it was laid out, and the IPAs were in a fridge in the back, so yes. keeping them fresh, which is kind of cool. Spent too much time I'm just in looking there. around and grabbing cans. We're a little excited, and then all of a sudden, I, I turn around, boom! <laughs> beer flying everywhere. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so I guess Craig fumbled one of these little short cans, and, cranberry which is like. weird because you think a can can take a beating, and he dropped so it super. maybe a foot. And it fell off. I knocked it off. I picked one, one up. Yeah. Knocked one underneath it. And it fell and just the boom. The whole top blew up and it was beer was spraying everywhere. It was all over my jacket. <laughs> it was like, all over me. And the dude was like standing right there for working. Yeah. So he's like, and I picked it up because you're only left. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, give it a sip. Try yeah, it. Try it. It's, it's really good. You should try that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm buying one. So yeah, cool. So they were really cool about it. Yeah. Like, super cool. Yeah. And he's like, you should just start dropping beers because you get to try yeah. them now every time you drop them. So I was like, all right. I, was, I felt I like terrible. These guys. Fuck, man. Yeah. Very cool, right? Yeah, so we kind of, you, you had heard about the, or tried this beer, the unfruited version. I've had this, there's, so we got the two brunch versions. Brunch there's actually version, a right. regular one again. Right. There's a regular one, a brunch one, which is way juicier. Yeah. And then now I've never seen this as a the cranberry, cranberry right. Um, and there's also, yeah, these are all Vox Populi, which is, we'll talk about each one as we go. Yeah. But it was a pretty cool experience. I don't know whether we start with that or whether we start with maybe the DDC, this Rosé Dibiscus, because it's kind of like a chill um, it's 5.9 though wouldn't you oh okay alcohol three, yeah. let's start with that let's start I with say brunch. something like like there you go like that and then we also have the we actually have another one in the fridge yeah. uh, I didn't we thought about it afterwards that we should be drinking it so it's yeah. in the freezer actually cooling so we had one today already. we had one today yeah. already so we figured uh, we'll bust that one out shortly because it's a Quebec banger uh, let's start with this one so Vox Populi, we're gonna. I want to sort of talk about a few things about just Quebec and what we feel about. No, let's crack the beer get first. So we can it. get going. So this, babe, do you want some of this one, or you don't want the? Um, no, okay. So Vox Populi. I'll, I'll start at the double fruit punch. Oh, of course you want to get the double fruit punch up here. So I have had this. One. Oh my god, it smells amazing. It smells like a mimosa, bro. Yeah, it amazing. actually smells exactly like yeah. a mimosa. Let me just make sure I have had this. We can even finish it all off. Twenty three nine. If yeah. there's any left. Well, what did the kids say? Get it in ya. Get it in ya. Oh, unbelievable. That is phenomenal. How good is that? It, it is, is a mimosa. Seriously, just tastes like yeah. a mimosa. Oh, let me try. There That's she yeah. is. Oh, I knew it. Yeah. Do you want to try it or not? Okay, yeah, okay. All right, give it to Tiff. Give the rest. Oh, yeah. So Vox Populi are a um, contract brewery based oh, okay. out of Oshlag. If I could just scan this little barcode here, look at that. Then you have to type them in now on tap. So we'll wow. make sure I have Yeah, so th these are the ones that they have. They have a kettle sour, kettle sour brunch, and the cat cranberry. So this is the brunch. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a kettle sour. It says 3% here. Correct. Wow. Super light. Super light. So these guys, um, this is such a good beer. These guys are, yeah, based out of Oshlag. So Oshlag is like, a, they do their own beers. It's in an area called Oshalaga, but they named the brewery O-S-H-L-A-G, very clever. And um, they have a whole bunch of really, really good breweries contracting out of there. If you saw episode, I think it was 39, if I'm not mistaken, with um, uh, friggin' Avant-Garde and Jukebox, they brew out of there. Mm. Cool facility. Um, uh, L'Espace Public, they also brew out of there. They're a lot of the big stuff. Vox Populi brew out of there, oh. um, which is what I'm talking about, and a few others. They're... Um, 
they're pretty cool. So these guys have been doing really, really well. Um, a lot of their beers are picking up a bunch of steam. I'm seeing them everywhere. They got a whole bunch of cool series, which is what I like. They've got these ones um, with the different versions of, of this. They have another one which is like a, an IPA, and they just like doing single hop. And basically, they instead of changing the can, they just chuck a sticker on it, which is really smart for yes, the little uh, packaging wise, uh, right? right? Brunch sticker. Mm. Um, is accords like things that goes well with? Like yeah, pairings. Right. So this. <laughs> On the can mm-hmm. here, it says it pairs well with shrimp, shrimp, French fries, okay, raspberries, and sunshine. Works for me. That works for me too. Guess it's a typical brunch beer. It's just refreshing. Three percent. You could just like just neck this. It's not going to last too long. It's so close to a mimosa. It's like it's Out of crazy. Yeah. yeah, there must be some juice in there. I'm that like I'm, I'm assuming the like, the orange flavor. It's uh, there's not a lot of. English so you know how there. like it actually kind of tastes more like a shandy or like one of those beers that like. Like oh no, it like actually. So it's like notes of citrus. Notes and, of citrus. And lemonade. For, it's a lemonade for adults. Oh okay, maybe they're positioning it like that. Yeah, but like yeah, super super crazy. Um, I'm just impressed overall with um, what they're doing as a brewery, and particularly like um, out here. And they're 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 doing a lot of. I'm um, seeing them at every festival. I'm seeing mm. them in all the depths all the time. Yeah, I've had them um, at. The, they're always at Chambly. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we've had we've had them there before. Mm-hmm. So they're a contract um, brewer. They're a contract brewer, which nice. is kind of why I'm bringing it up. Um, I feel like here in um, Montreal and in Quebec, they don't have the same level of like um, stigma that it holds in other places, right. particularly I want to say Toronto or, and Ontario in general. Yeah. Like people have a serious problem there. And I have heard it elsewhere too, as we've seen in Vermont. Some people are here or there about it. But here, no one has ever expressed, and I, we generally bring it up, like no one's expressed that sort of disdain, disdain for... Right. Um, uh, a contract brewery and a lot of them like there's there's Oshlag who's a, a wicked um, contract brewing facility there's a whole bunch here as well there's uh, Ma Brasserie which we were talking about today mm-hmm. it's a co-op up near um, Bruja there um, and there's a whole bunch of others that people have mentioned to me and I don't have enough of an aff- like affiliation in my head to remember them right. but like because I'm still same as you I'm only a little more advanced in the Quebec mm-hmm. vibe as far as like who's doing what or whatever um, and I'm pretty impressed like that's pretty cool that like these guys are contract brewing and able to be in so many places because the system kind of set up a little bit different to Ontario, which I quite like. I'm into it. Yeah, it's very dope. So on the Quebec scene, I just Googled this before, just a real quick talking mm-hmm. point. There's approximately here 150 active breweries okay. making 3,348 different beers. And according to Beer Advocate, 46 of the top 100 beers in Canada are brewed out of Quebec. Wow. That's impressive. That is very impressive. That's half the... Uh, half the bees in Canada. They're the most fire right, brewed out of here. Does it say... Like, is that based on... Um, and you can break it up to different areas and it just tells you the different thing, but it doesn't say anything else. Right, any particular beers or breweries that are, that are in the top 100? Not specifically, no. Okay. Um, it was just... Is that like a like, beer advocate thing? No, it's or? Wikipedia. Oh, wow. I was looking... Excuse me, I looked through a few other sites and I thought the same stats. So maybe they just stole it from Wikipedia too, cool. as everyone steals everything from Wikipedia. But... Being there's only 150, I think there's like, in Canada, do you know how many breweries are in Canada? We should double check. I got a feeling it was like, it's less than a thousand. Um, how many breweries? Is that craft breweries or is that breweries in general? I think it's just breweries in general, they, they count. Okay. Um, breweries, 520 operating in Canada at the end of 2014. Come on, bro. Why do I want that information? (laughs) That's pathetic, bro. Um, so either way though, 150, I think of like, uh, last I heard it was in this... It's less than a thousand, like something along the lines of um, like eight hundred ish or something right. like that. 
So being that there's um, 150 in Quebec, that's not a large amount of breweries in the overall scheme of things. I would say the most would be in Ontario for sure, and second would be BC. Did, did it mention like most per capita? No. In province? I'd be interested to see that because... Let's see. Yeah. Hey, why not? We can Google while we do a podcast. So hey, internet, many, tell us hey, all the internet. things we want to know. How many, uh, what, what would be the question? Like how many breweries per capita? Highest brewery per capita in, in Canada. Canada. I wonder if there's any stats like that in the state. Oh, there is. Isn't it Vermont? Yeah. Is the one? I think it was. Because the smallest yeah. state pretty yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like volume-wise as far as that, right. um, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, we can bust it Was this out. the one that exploded yes, on Yes, it was. Okay, this one also goes well with shrimp, french fries, raspberries, and sunshine. I guess it's because uh, it's the same can, I guess, yeah. with a sticker on it. I'm pretty keen to... Uh, oh, that's why. Yeah. I had a lot more pressure. Did you feel it? Like you could one. touch the top of it. I was like, that's just going to explode. Actually, I didn't... Uh, yeah. That was... Uh, there's a lot of pressure built up in there. Beb, do you want any of the cranberry? Or are you good? Okay. How do you like the... Uh, I love it. It's great, right? Oh! Oh! <laughs> It's got to be a cold beer enthusiast. It's okay. Lucky we have our wonderful uh, producer, Tiffany. Wow. Oh, no. she, she ain't an assistant. So do you see why that wasn't my fault? No, I would never blamed you in the first place. <laughs> Nobody did. ever. Everyone was very, yeah. very good. Sure Whilst we clean up, clean yourself up. You made me sick, Scott Cole. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like I, put, I poured like an ounce and then it blew. Like, Whoa, look, look at that. That's look. what I was saying. <laughs> Look how much poor look at this. You get <laughs> like head. a quarter little That is ounce. insane. We'll have to let this one settle for a second. Great head on it. Nice lacing. Smells great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> so uh, Fox Populi are probably going pretty hard with it. What, what makes it explode like that, do you think? Is that just like too much sugar, sugar or something? Sugar could be, yeah. Because they're adding fruit juices to these things. Right. Like. Already there'd be. Like. Wow. Yeah, just eat that. Just eat it. That's intense. Not much else you can do. I think we'll be pretty good for the rest of the time with uh, explosion wise. Yeah, yeah, try that for a second. I'll take a nice little photograph of that one since it's uh, <laughs> good memories with this beer now. Woo! Nice, sir. All right, let's pop that here. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, nice, ready to go. Cold enough? So this is the uh, late addition to the game. Late addition to the game. We haven't actually gone through all the beers yet anyway, so yeah. we'll take them we'll bit by it. bit. We'll get to it when we do. Um, we actually drank that one today, so it was uh, super fire. Let super us flames. take a picture. Maybe face the sticker. So yeah, see so people know. Hang on, there it is. There we go. Sorry, guys. You know how we do this. All right, let's get a little bit more at this bitch. I'm fine. You good? Gonna, like blow up all over. <laughs> wow, it just doesn't stop. It's, yeah, uh, right? Jesus. Really, this like. This is going to sound interesting on the podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Like, like, <laughs> All the guys who are like, I'm watching the video. Like, what's going on? Oh, the beer exploded, guys. Yes, okay. Just the beer case. exploded. So, uh, as the kids say, cheers and get, get it inside in. of you. Mm. Oh my God, that's phenomenal. That's also 3%, right? Yep. Well, that's, yeah. And it looks like the other one, this looks like, the other one looked literally like pulpy orange juice. Yes, it did, yeah. So this kind of looks like... It's still got like a little Zinfandel. haziness Like hazy Zinfandel. Yeah. Like a hazy rosé. Mmm. Mmm. 
It's good. It's a little more tart than the other one. Yeah. Which you'd expect from cranberries. I'm not sure if they Ooh, yeah. put cranberry juice in or... I wonder, because I guess they, they don't actually say because it's not on the, the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Quebec is a very interesting province. And I think it's something we were talking uh, with um, Eloi, which is... Uh, here you go. Get the yeah. bottom of that bad boy. I don't even know why I care right now. Nah, we're good. Yeah. Um, uh, at Dunham today about, like... Like, um... I just fucking lost all that. What was he just saying? <laughs> I'm not even drunk. Uh, um, we're talking about the Quebec scene and uh, Elwa from... Okay, Dunham's. the interest in everything else. Okay, so I feel like the, the Quebec scene now is in an interesting place. Before, and I feel like the most scenes kind of just had their heads looking inwards. No one was really trying to sort of right, get right, out right, and right. do more and really trying to expand, particularly within Canada. Everyone's just so busy with building at home, but they weren't looking away. And people like you and I and other, you know, drinkers or like we're beer media, so we sort of proactively travel for this stuff. So we're going everywhere else. Like, oh man, these guys are doing this and they're doing this and blah, blah, blah. And we're bringing it back here. I'm like, guys, what's up? Where's all the haze? And then Bellwoods and maybe someone else with anyone's doing it. Uh, Now all of a sudden... And Ontario really jumped on that bandwagon. That's just an example. It's yep. not overall, but I mean just with anything else outside of their own little world. Whereas Ontario breweries weren't even really drinking, or Ontario drinkers weren't even really messing with Quebec beer so much. Mm-hmm. They're all just like trying to get, you know, so get into the scene at home. And now I feel like, and Quebec were probably one of the more, um, the people that were more dedicated to, to that type of behavior in the sense that they were, were really just looking inside and now I'm seeing the Quebec guys like they're out of control like everyone's uh, collabing everywhere you know once we met Jason from um, uh, Bevy in Vermont you know with him with his Quebec obsession I know that was one of the most unexpected things right he's in Vermont which we thought is like the mecca of craft beer and he was oh my god you're from Montreal can you get me this 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 and this like wow, okay, didn't know it was that serious. Yeah, always wearing the uh, the Quebec gear. The that's it. Yeah. So he's loving it. So I'm thinking like, all right, these guys are really going crazy. And then, you know, if you go back and listen to the episode um, with Eloi, uh, cool name to say. And you you hear about the festival that they're doing, the um, food insane, which is over the out top. of control. Yeah, and I think that really speaks the fact that a Quebec brewery who typically. Um, would be, you know, looking more inward. They're just like, they're, they're collabing with everybody and they've got so much stuff coming with breweries from all over and they're able to attract all of these world-class, like, unlike even... I feel like they just, you know, we were like, oh, no one's going to outdo Wichita. Yeah. I think they, they've pretty much done that because it's like, like double and triple the size. Crazy. And it's, you know, double the, the price. Literally, like, pretty much exactly double the price. Um, but I'd say... 50-odd breweries, 50, yeah, 60 breweries? Yeah, almost double the vendors, too, though, right? I would say more than double the vendors, And I think the sure. experience will be a little different. It's going to be done outside. It's not uh, purchase tokens or tickets. It's a one all-in-inclusive price. Yes. It's kind of all you can drink. Which, because, like, if you add, like, any other festival and you drop 50, 60 bucks on a ticket it's to the get same in, price and anyways. 20 bucks, two, so three So the initial times. price is more, but you're... You're going to be spending that money anyways if you're buying a ticket and you have to yeah. buy tokens. Separately. And it's a little bit longer, like three and a half hours. But um, it's just amazing. That's August 11th that goes down here in Montreal. Like by the time you see this, I don't even know if tickets, tickets. available. But yeah, so not many. I got to shoot him an email and see if we can make sure we get them. Otherwise, we're going to buy them because that is out of control. Yeah. Um, but just like, yeah, seeing that, I'm, I was just so impressed today with, with that. Um, and I feel like that's a real um, 
I don't know, like a, a, an evidence of like where Quebec is going as a, a beer province and stuff. Because that is progressive as fuck. And most of the time here, I felt like it hadn't been very progressive mm-hmm. outside of like improving the styles. It's very Belgian oriented. Yeah, so I was going to say my experience yeah. personally from yeah, when we down. first got into it was it was very European, specifically Belgian style. Everyone had, um, even their IPAs, a lot of them were Belgian IPAs or um, I, I feel like the... The hop wasn't really um, like important. Glorified. It wasn't as yeah, yeah. It was it was more uh, like malt bombs or using using yeast to um, bring out the flavors in the beer. Agreed. So really, uh, you know, for like like Belgian style yeasts. Yeah. And uh, I think now people are saying, well, there's this other ingredient in beer that also tastes great and it's hops, <laughs> yeah. and let's look at that for a little bit. So Definitely. you're starting to see things like um, you know Northeast IPAs are really juicier hoppier beers coming out of um, the region, which is nice. I mean, I like to have a little bit of everything. I still like the Belgian styles. Of course. But it's uh, cool that uh, people are making attempts and and doing very well at it with these other styles. Oh, yeah. So, and yeah. even just like as you were saying that, I'm just looking across here and we got two um, like kettle, kettle sours, sours yeah. a, a hibiscus like sort of like a wheat. Yeah. Uh, IPA, uh, like a double IPA, yeah. a smoothie IPA, another IPA, and then a Belgian table beer. So yeah. one Belgian beer out of all of these and maybe another one, Yeah. Um, which sort of shows, and that was what we gravitated to. So I don't know if that speaks more to Quebec or towards our taste, but the fact now that our that our taste, which is probably more leaning towards the, the American mm-hmm. style of beers as opposed to the Belgian or whatever, is easily... Like we're able to satisfy those needs here, whereas before I don't. I was kind of just grabbing stuff because it looked good yeah. or because I heard it was good because I had no clue. I right. didn't know where to start here. It was really hard to come into a place, not speak the language. The brewery names are very um, difficult to remember when a lot of them are super French and people say them really fast. Yeah, all the time. Like that's an actual thing for Anglophones, and yeah. we're like, oh fuck, you know. As time went on. And things people are focusing more now. Everything like makes a lot more sense. I got much more of a better idea of the landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fa- yeah, it's moved so far forward. And yeah, it started with Belgian, whereas Ontario started more with the English styles. Probably the same with BC, yeah. just because of that's what the French sort of brought over. Brought over. Right. And um, you know, I guess. And it's funnily enough, they were saying this is the second person to say that because shout out to Layla from JDCL. I was saw her the other day, and um, also Ilwa today was both were like the beer scene in France even five years ago was nothing. Yeah, and they were there last year in Judicia with them, and they loved it. They collabed, and they said everything was going crazy. Like it's really starting to pick up. So people from France essentially like came to Quebec, but it was the Belgian style they brought with them, not any right. French stuff, because I guess that's maybe what they were drinking. They mm-hmm. didn't have anything local to like hang on to and bring across. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to see we're talking about this again today with Elwa and. We were saying how it's kind of almost come full circle, like uh, with specifically like the European styles over there. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. As far as um, the changing of the way the types of yeah, beers sorry, are no, no, we we took we took um, what they gave us from beer. We took it and kind of embraced it, but now they're taking the North American style. And they're bringing yes, like North American yes, crafts yes, over yes. there is what I meant to say. No, so, so yeah, we're both it's, tired. <laughs> yeah, it's a long day. Um, but that's crazy to me because now it's doing well over there. Like yes. the kind of the, uh, the North American model is flourishing. And it's cool to see that like, I guess, I guess it wasn't craft back then, but now it's, we're, they're taking our craft, whereas we making initially craft. are taking yeah. theirs. Exactly. That, that was just what they did. Like they didn't, then they take it for granted. Did he say it on the podcast or off when he was? I think he may have said it off You know what I'm talking about? The Cantillon thing? 
Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that as well. Yeah. yeah. Do you know no, go ahead. So he was saying that in Belgium, Cantillon, like 15, 20 years ago, they almost closed because no one was drinking their beers. And he said even when he was over there... No one like, from there was drinking the no beers. No one from there was drinking the beers. And they weren't getting distributed or nothing. And he was drinking a, a, a Cantillon Creek, like a cherry beer from a cask over there. And all the Belgian brewers he was with were calling him, like saying he was drinking girls' beer. Because they were drinking like doubles and triples. And, and he's shit. like, I liked it. It was great. It's like, it's amazing. Yeah, What's your problem? <laughs> so there's that, the same um, importer that they use. I forgot he said the name. And you said it earlier. Suspect S. Like Stephen Brothers or something like that? Yeah. Um, something like that. Yeah. They started bringing Cantillon over to North America because maybe they visited and they were like, oh, this is crazy. Then it got, it got popping over here. And then... It's kind of blown up. They're going crazy. Yeah. And like, so North America ended up saving them... Which is, yeah, like it's coming just playing into what you were saying is that North America saved these classic Belgian breweries mm-hmm. and then now they're going and adopting Taking the North American, American style, style right? because it was just their tradition. We didn't have that tradition here in Australia, same thing. Like mm-hmm. we, none of us did and we're just pulling from everywhere else. And if, I think it's a very cool full circle thing that they're able to then inspire them to just, you know, like all in Europe in general, not even just Belgium, like you, like we were saying, Omnipolo with the crazy stuff, yeah. Nicola, um, in a, I'm not including like England but even just like the, those European things and like Germany's pretty like kept pretty uh, raw I mean maybe there's some crazy people crazy breweries like doing some wild shit out there now but hope, all inspired by North America right you know it's yeah cool. it's cool to see you wanna do the rosé yeah let's do it bust it out I'm trying to keep it moving we have a lot of beer to drink so um yeah so like getting this whole Quebec thing as well even I really enjoyed um you want to talk about that? No, cool. No, about beer. No, it's, uh, yeah. Rosé so, hibiscus. We had this before when we did, um, I've had it numerous times, but when we did the uh, podcast with uh, JF. We, run, we drank it then? I, actually, I think I had it at the bar after. Nice. On the, at the tap room or whatever, but that was just really cool, interesting flavors. It's a spiced, strong beer with hibiscus. So, Why did you pick that one? Because you were like, you saw him and you're like, yo, let's do DDC. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, Why did you choose that one? I feel like DDC are synonymous with craft in Quebec. I feel like they were one of the front runners, one of the first to really blow up. And um, I've had some crazy stuff from them. And I just, for some reason for me, they're synonymous with craft beer in Quebec. And from someone who's not from here and don't get as much much exposure as maybe you would because you live here, I thought like, yeah, there has to be a DDC out here for doing like a Quebec beer thing. So. And that, this particular beer, you thought this one would just be a nice, interesting... Um, yeah, I didn't want to, like, we'd grabbed a couple IPAs and, um, like, uh, smoothie IPAs and mosaic IPA, double IPA. I'm like, we need to break it up a little bit because I feel like a lot of uh, Quebec the beer... <laughs> yeah, the can just moving by itself. Is it? Which one? This one. The, uh, I don't know if it was, like, neither of us... possessed or something, man. Like... Oh. <laughs> Oh, because look, I'm touching uh, the table. Do you know, it's wet underneath. Yeah, that's why it's yeah. sliding around. It's just like slid to the side. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, these cans are something wrong with these guys. Um, yeah, like the, I feel like Quebec is known for a lot of their more, um, like they're, they're not necessarily known for IPAs. They're doing them now no. and they're doing them well, but like. But let's give them a little something. Yeah, they do Quebec's saisons and they do spiced beers and fruited beers and all these kind of crazy things. So I felt, felt like that had to be kind of represented if we're going to. Um, you talk know, about do, this stuff. Talk about Quebec. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Tiff, you definitely want this one. You good? All right. So, Judicial Rosé de Biscuits. Get in here. Cheers. Get in here. Oh, such an interesting nose. Oh, that's great. Doesn't it like, smell like flowers or something? 
it does have like, like a floral. Even though I'm yeah, like, here, the first thing is floral and like herbaceous. Very uh, yeah. herby. herbaceous. <laughs> Herb. <laughs> There's a hitch, mate. There's a hitch. There's a hitch. Um, what was I saying about Quebec? Yeah, even it's been really interesting, sort of getting into the beer scene here too. Like I found that. Um, and I, I, I don't know if I've said this about anywhere else and I mean it, I'm saying about here, like the people that we've met here have been more consistently cooler across the board and welcoming to us. Not that anyone else has been not welcoming yeah. by any means, really. Um, well, a small faction, but that's yeah. outside the brewing part. Um, everyone's just been so cool. And, and more than that, more than cool, appreciative. Like really genuinely appreciative that, and, and I thought I, I put it down to uh, like Anglophones showing... Frank, uh, Francophone some love and I mean is that or more just because of the, the traditional beef with you know right. like everywhere else in Quebec the, or entire Quebec specific the politics right. where we're like you know people would see me as a complete outsider and you're an Ontarian yep. you know, from Toronto which is you know for some people they really right. don't like it right. and then we're coming in here with cameras and like being like yo tell us about your beer we love you like this, yeah. this is amazing and I think that people have just been like the, I think the effort from for Francophones who maybe aren't the greatest at English They've taken that time and they've really wanted to speak to us. And I think that's just the coolest thing that, you know, they will go out of their way to speak a language that isn't theirs that they're not entirely comfortable in because they just want to share that beer and, and with people who don't speak that they're language. They're super passionate about their craft too, man. Like very cool. they're they're very willing to share and like Eloi was like, Here, you need to try this, you need to try this, you need to try this. He wanted to like make show, sure. Right. And sh- and show us like what they can do and like I feel like same with uh, JF at Judiciel. They yes. were like, well, you oh, have to try this. You have to try this. He's running around to different tanks, pulling beers that weren't even finished off. Well, you have to try this. And, and like, they're just super passionate and it shows in their beer. Like they make phenomenal stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's in a class of its own. And I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm still learning, but. Uh, so when growing up, or at least when we, when either growing up, did you have any idea about Quebec beer and stuff? I guess it wasn't even a thing. Like wasn't Labatt technically from here? Or Molson was or something like that? No. Was it something like that? Because I think Molson is from here. Even on that Maybe. list here, like Molson is under the Montreal list. So, I mean, I guess you didn't have that ident- identification as far yeah, as I, like, I guess I'd, I only started paying attention to Quebec beer, I guess, when you moved here. So you're like, oh, it's kind of the same time we were getting into the craft, but we'd been into it for a little bit, but like... So you, we kind of learned at the same time. That's what Maybe I'm, I learned quicker. You learn a little it. more because you're more exposed to it, but we're like, okay, yeah, now we're out here and there's a whole bunch of different beers that we've never seen or can't get back in Ontario. So right. started trying things. I was like, okay, these are cool. And I was kind of at a point where I was into Belgian stuff too. So I'm like, oh, they do a bunch of Belgian stuff. So this is pretty so cool. it's all like, yeah. So it's, been, it's been a learning curve, but I also think the beer has evolved over time the oh, time yeah. as well so it's uh, it's so much better now than when we got into agreed it. yeah definitely and that's the same with everywhere else too same as Ontario it was so <coughs> much better now than compared to when we first started well I, I think people just people's palates start changing and they're yeah. they're playing to that like you, you need to um, adjust what you're doing to the people's palates you gotta make beer for the people right that's it and I guess so many more like places are opening and people are traveling so that's changing the way the particularly like in Canada, whereas like it's not the forefront of it, and you have to travel to do it. Like, you could be in Toronto and come here, and you'll still learn a bunch. But if you're from either place and you go to the states or like Europe or something, you're gonna learn so much more. Mm-hmm. And people weren't doing that initially. Um, yeah, so it's it's really cool just to see all the 
the, the changes over time and like even just the small things like you know the contract brew I'm not sure if there was a whole bunch of that early on I think it was a lot of an expectation of like you just had the brewery so they were just popping beers out and it wasn't as um, like without really sort of trialing I mean you, know, you couldn't be as experimental like because you had to only put out stuff you knew was going to sell whether to a limited palette here and now the people's palettes are growing through all these festivals yeah so that's something else that Quebec's doing really well like they were saying today that there's like festivals every week that's crazy throughout the summer, the summer yeah. which I, I don't know I didn't know that it was that real maybe like province wide I'm more thinking in the city right but like you know even with like you know something like Mondial that was good that now has turned into a bit of a commercial sort of shit show as some do because there has to be one of those right to appeal to yeah. the masses yeah. and but it's cool to see these things like, uh, and the festival is called Fooders United, right? Yeah, so Food Uni, U-N-I-S. Yeah. But yeah, Fooders United, which is That's like hilarious. such a cool thing with all those breweries. Like, I should, I don't know if I kept the website up, but it was, it was out of control. The list like, was the actual, should we, I probably should just bring it up. It was like the was, dream team of, uh. Yeah, it was like anything you could imagine. Yeah. Like and all the more. best ones. Yeah. Um, like, cause we were really, the cool part like, is it's international too. Like it was, there's, there's Canada, there's yep. a bunch of different countries in Europe represented. There's Italy and France and Belgium and, uh, Oh, it was Italy. You're right. Yeah. And, um, obviously um, Canada, the States, a bunch of big breweries from the States as well. So, so these were four hands <clears throat> from St. Louis, Alafoot, Oval from, uh, out, out to East yeah. in Quebec, Bellwoods, Blind Enthusiasm from Edmonton. That's sick. I didn't know about them. Um, Albion from Joliet, Quebec. Mm-hmm. Boone, who's one of the Belgium um, yeah. Lambic guys. Yeah. Um, Brasserie de Franche Montagne, I've heard of them. That's Switzerland. Jesus. Brasserie de Mont Salève from France. Maltstrom, which was the one I was showing you today from Quebec. So sick. Uh, Broa Widawa from Poland. Burdock, shout out to uh, Toronto. Sao Cardel Brado from Italy. Cambridge from Massachusetts, Cantillon, amazing. Central State from Indianapolis. Judiciel, Chemin de Sette from Rougemont, which is where we kind of were today, yep. so I guess they're close by. Fair State, Minneapolis, Foam from Burlington, yep. hell yeah. Um, Guzzeri Tilquin, I've heard of them, I think they were the other Lambic guys. Hill Farmstead, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, House of Fermentology, which is the sister brewery of Foam in um, Burlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ildegard, which is the brew pub uh, up the road there. Uh, Lermitage Nanobrasserie from Brussels. Uh, Cheval Blanc, which is where Eli said he's uh, started. He yeah. learned how to yeah. do all the brewing there. Libertine in California. Le Castor up the road. Uh, Le Prospector from here. Modern Times from San Diego. Ah. Fuck yes, incredible. Napabia from uh, Barcelona, Spain, who they actually did a collab with. We drank one of their collabs today. Other Half, which is out of control. Um, Oxbow. Pit Caribou from here as well. Sutton from here. Tet Dalumet from somewhere else in... Uh, oh, that's what he was saying today. That was the word. See, I couldn't understand in uh, French. Oh, right. <laughs> that was the... Yeah, he kept saying that one. Uh, the Brewery is from California yeah. and Twin Sales out wow. in BC. Like, that is insane. That is an insane lineup. So, like, to be able to pull that out here... And, like, do you know the best part? I really hope there's going to be some collabs coming out of that. There must Can be. Can you imagine, like... Get all those people together. They're going to they're gonna want to brew together for sure. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. Um, let's knock... Do you want to do the... This bad yeah, one? that's probably better to do that now. Yeah, we don't have to have all of it. So we had this one today. We had to rock a Dunham beer because uh, we were just there today. That's and such a great time. and Yeah, and in my humble opinion, I would probably put them. They're my personal favorite, I would say, brewery in um, Canada. In Canada, in Quebec, for yeah. sure. In Canada, I don't know. That's a big call. Um, it shouldn't explode, right? 
Let's hope not. But we're going to be oh, ready when it just, does. Nope, looking safe. Um, yeah, so Dunham have, have been um, so good. Again, I've had them. I I had them at uh, Chambly every. They, they've been at Chambly, I think, every year that we've been. Yeah, they rep Chambly pretty heavy. Yeah. Beth, you want some uh, table beer from Dunham? Belgian table beer. Yeah, that. Um, this is a relatively yeah. new one. I had this with Noah uh, just before we did our podcast. Um, it was episode fifty-five, and because uh, he was he was insistent, because oh, you have to have this one. It's just like a nice classic, like French style. Table beer. I was like, all right, fam. Get it in you. Get it in you. <laughs> Get in you, babe. Oh, yeah. It's great. So good. New crashes all day. 4.3. Um, yeah, Dunham have been a... Uh, and that was kind of part of the... We came up with this concept today, actually. Scott was thinking we should... We, Tiff wanted to say we should do an extra podcast. And Scott was like, yo, let's do one and focus on each province. And that was... Uh, so we definitely had to include these guys. Um, and Dunham were always one of, I really like their branding, even just the fact that the way they sort of present the name like that, like, I just like that for yeah. some reason. Crisp, clean. Yeah. Just like classy. art on there too. And the art is always yeah. dope. And I sort of didn't realize cause I was getting their stuff just around. So when I came, this is moving to Quebec. I'm like, all right, see, there's so much stuff. Excuse me. And then I'm just like, bam. It's just like when you walked into Peluso today, oh, that was yeah. like me all the time because I had no idea. Yeah, I was just lost, I guess. I was yeah. like, I don't know. It's like it makes you just want to just like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. Sometimes it's like you get um, choice fatigue or yeah. decision fatigue. That's what it felt like. I was just like, it's like uh, too much. Maybe you pick it. I'm yeah. Getting lost here. So it took, it took me quite a while. And I think when I came, when we moved here in 2012, like a lot of the artwork on beer, it just wasn't that good. Like Judas Yell are probably the ones that stood the test of time because that hasn't changed. They've always had cool um, artwork. It's always yeah. been super dope. Whereas like a lot of the other ones, there was some even there today, to be honest with you. And I was like, what is this? Like 1998? Like it looked <laughs> like, some of it still looked like Word Art stuff. <laughs> Microsoft Word. Yeah. I was like, dude, like this is, this is terrible. Like, well, I guess to, like when, when it comes to a situation like that, where you don't know the breweries, uh, you're not familiar with the style, you're picking based on label sometimes, right? Or like... Genuinely. Right, so... And if I've read nothing about it, and if right. my friends told me about it... All you have is the back, label, the base on it. Yeah, it. you're like, and I'm drinking like, that. If you're not gonna... And I understand that, you know, it doesn't mean that the beer's not good, and I've yeah. many good beers, like amazing beers that labels suck. Yeah. But they have a rep, and they can get around it. Right. So it was kind of hard to, to press. And so walking into, like, you know, these depreneurs early on, I would just kind of grab anything. And, yeah. I, and I gravitated towards Dunham. I mm -hmm. remember specifically, like, not the, the not the big dogs. They had, like, this, you know, normal yep. models of, like, the one we talked about today, the Leo's Early Breakfast IPA, and they're, like, La Pat Porter. I think it's making fun of Labatt and whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all the stuff was super solid. It was always, like, really good stuff. And I'd always be like, okay, these guys are cool. But I didn't realize the depth of their dopeness until I think... I kept seeing Noah from Beerism. He's always doing the. He always gets all the fire Dunham stuff. Like always gets the new shit when you know before right it drops. Really comes, yeah. So to write about it, and I'm reading his reviews. I'm like, man, this sounds, sounds amazing. amazing. Just yeah. like crazy. Like, um, look, we got a whole bunch of them behind. Yeah, us here. They, like all the cool art, like sick art, and like just this. I don't know, Dobas beers, like you know, <laughs> this blended this is, barrel uh, aged stuff. A very interesting label. That one's with all like plums and yeah. stuff. That was the one with the um, Spanish brewery collab. This is a nice size um, bottle. Like this is like I'm like having a beer. I'm having know? a real beer. I'm sharing a beer. Yeah. You know, like a lot of them. They're really big with um, uh, what do you call them? 
uh, um, Saison, sorry, is one. Yes, a lot of blending on the, on the of Saison right? and stuff. There's even more here. Like, we scored really heavily today. We got some joints. We haven't got an... Un- we're not going to drop. We got one of the unreleased joints that... Oh, no, we had it on the other podcast today. It was It was there. on the table, yeah. This doesn't come out for... It was on the table. We didn't drink it. He yeah. said to sit on this for another week or so. But, like, oh, they're not allowed to release it because it's got the chick with the tits out. Oh, there's a bit of bush there, too. Oh, nice. That's... <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a little bush. <laughs> hey, be, do you. <sighs> um, but, like... Yeah, and I, and I guess I kept seeing all these crazy stuff they're doing. I'm looking at these other big bottles. I'm like, man, this just looks crazy. And um, and then I think one of the clincher was um, the Bellwoods collab. I'm like, oh, these guys are for real. These guys are serious. And like Luke really like is seems to really only collab. He with, only like, picks the top of the top. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, if he's coming to Quebec and that's who he's collabing with, I'm like, yeah. Then, like, all right, fine. And that was, like, last year. Mm-hmm. So I think last year was a lot of realizations for us. I didn't realize Bellwoods was that dope till then either. Yeah. So Dunham were the ones for me for Quebec, and I sort of really paid attention. And if I'm out and I see Dunham's on, Dunham on top, I'm grabbing it. So they also co-own, like, one of the co-owners, Sebastian, who we didn't meet, he co-owns Vice Versa, which is up on St. Laurent. It's a beer bar, mm-hmm. not a brew pub, just a beer bar. And they have all the Dunham events. They get all nice. the new stuff there specifically. Yeah. I shot part of Brewheads in there. Yeah. Um the cellar you can't even stand up in it where they keep the keg fridge sorry oh like you can't you have to crawl Crazy. not crawl but like squat to get in it's pretty funny um and uh you know the, so they're sort of deep and I'll, like they've just got this cool thing and my, a, lot, a lot of the breweries now are starting to pop up there's a plate there's a you know the Pit Caribou has the pub there in Rochelle I think down further Boswell has one now um there's just a bunch of places that now are opening that are the new brew pubs that are sort of associated with breweries and stuff which I'm quite liking and yeah, like definitely Dunham were one of my faves. I'm glad that um, we finally got to chat to him. Um, and it's been really cool to sort of learn more about the Quebec scene through all these guys um, and sort of see how they're all sort of, you know, coming. One of the things that changed recently, two things changed recently, actually, that we want to talk about oh, from Quebec. The, yes. The one, laws, you mean? Or? The laws. Yeah. One was now open fermentations legal. It wasn't legal before, so they couldn't have cool chips. Right. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. I mean, the feel like those are like our old archaic laws that have been around since the beginning Forever. of time and yeah. it's redundant as fuck right and they finally broke that so now they're able to um wild fermented and wild ferment yeah. uh, beers which is very cool so that was one change and that's definitely going to bring you know unfortunately for the drink it's going to be a solid year or plus before you're going to see right. any of those beers it takes right? time i mean you could bust them out earlier i guess but if you're going to bother to wild ferment them which is a huge hassle right you're going to barrel age it and you're yeah. going to like blend it and yes like exactly it's testing and whatever whatever um and the second thing that got changed is now growlers are legal they weren't legal before how's that for ridiculous that's insane yeah so does that mean we could possibly see crowlers as well? Is that a that's a really good point? Did we ask him today? No, I don't think we did. I'd like to see crowlers. I feel like they're more convenient because I, I got a bunch of growlers. I hate using them. Like I like because I feel not like they're worst, like, but I'm just not a big fan. I don't know why. I feel like they're kind of redundant. You bring this home, it's like you're not going to seal it up again. It's like it's you just drink it one shot. Yeah, I mean the only time like if you go, I don't know. Like some people are just How growler bigger people. crowlers. Uh, one liter. I had one. Up one liter. Going now. Usually a liter. Okay. You can get different sizes, but it's generally a liter. Right. Which is a good size. They're like always really bad to pour. I saw. I tweeted about it. I saw yeah. someone say the same thing recently. Like it's just like every single time it's boom, spilling everywhere. Uh, okay. It doesn't sort of spitting. Um, they, they something about the way that they're done. The lips don't like work so well pouring, so they kind of suck. But 
I like the sort of maybe the disposability of it, right? More than um, like the growl because I don't know. You feel like like they look cool, but you almost feel like you got to hang on to them and you got to carry this thing around. Whereas like a, a crowl is lightweight and right. You're not refilling crowlers. Crowlers are a one use thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which and so in recycle. recycle it. Yeah, yeah of recycle course. It. Yeah. I, I think I, I guess you could probably even take it back to in Ontario to the beer store. Yeah, um, so that's something else about Quebec. They they you can only recycle here if you purchase that product from that place. So I don't know if brew pubs take their empties back, mm. but if I go to the Depaneur downstairs and I purchase something, uh, he, they're not going to accept any of these bottles because right. they don't sell these products. So you could buy it somewhere else, but it has to be one that they sell That's there. That's more the right. thing, right. which is kind of dumb. At some supermarkets, they have these can machines. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, and you sort of scan the barcode and then sometimes the barcodes just don't scan like, <laughs> to get your 10 cents back. And I was like, we just take them back to It doesn't Ontario. seem worth it, yeah. No. It's much easier for us to take them back because it's like to Ontario because we go there so often. Yeah. So it's like, there's no point. So it's interesting. I think this there was more, Tiffle I said there was a problem with Ontarians like um, having, not getting people, <laughs> not knowing how to act. Yeah. Wow. They kept throwing stuff in the, on the grass and all that stuff. It was an incentive. So because there was an issue, the incentive was like, please stop throwing this everywhere. We'll give you money back for money it. Anything. Right. But I just never had that issue. So right. So I people were like doing it. So yeah. Dirty Ontarians. Makes me sick. Yeah. Ugh. Uh. Ugh. Um, so I always thought that was just such an interesting, like, uh, little little strange tidbit about Quebec, because it would be cool if if they were able to, um, you know, take everything back. I think I want to keep this to around an hour, so we should keep plugging through yeah. these beers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next one. We're going back to Vox Populi. So this is our first IPA of the uh, session. Yeah, just we went back to the IPA se- uh, section, and there's two of these guys sitting up at eye level, and I'm like, "Double fruit punch IPA." Okay, I gotta like, try this. It's happening. Yeah, I you have not had this. this one, eh? I have not. So you you have. Of, I have. Yes. Yeah. So out of all these beers, that's the only. Uh, this is the only one you have had, and this one, I guess, of course, Correct. From today. Okay, cool. Correct. And you have had all of them. Uh, I hadn't had the cranberry or the mosaic. I haven't had this, and I haven't oh, had this. Oh, okay. So, so actually, more probably half. Wasn't too bad. I didn't want to just get ones I had, so it was a nice little mix of things. See now, I was expecting this to look like Dominion City's fruit punch, bright which red, which was like bright red, yeah. So I didn't remember that it being um, clear like that. Um, I had this at, funnily enough, Mondial. To fuzz. Yes, she's like, yes, yes, I'll take that off your hands. Yes, thank you, thank you. Oh, double anything? Yes. Yeah, she's like, yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm in it. She's going in. So, oh, it definitely smells fruit punchy. And I know that for people, some people like comment when we do the BML videos about the not washing the glasses out in between. Yeah. I mean, we could, then we keep getting up and like, or we could have 13 glasses here, sure. but we're not. So, you know, get so, it. Yeah, cheers to that. don't seem to freak out about it. No. Nope. Some people are just particular. Enough sediment. I feel like this is not cold enough or something. What do you think? I, I don't get the fruit punch per se. Was it old, babe? Does it have a uh, thing on the panel? No, I looked because that's why when I was oh, getting it, I didn't. Oh, it's 8%. Okay. All right. So it's a, nice, taste, it's a nice tasting double IPA. Yeah, and it's definitely more on the, on the malt forward um, side of things. Mm. It's got a tropical nose, like... For sure. Maybe I did have this at uh, Chambly. Potentially, you might. I think have. I must have had some place familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's um, 
I think it's one of their main sort of guys that they, they came out with when they were brand new. I remember them, there was a whole bunch of breweries that came at the same time. So when Oshlag opened, I think there was uh, a brewery like sort of being preparing right, for right, release, right? Sense. So these guys were quite hyped because I remember we met um, Pierre, who was with Glutenberg. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And um, Glutenberg were there in the next building, same complex, right. the next little thing across to Oshlag. So he was telling me about them, and he was the one who gave me the sample at uh, Mondial. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they were pretty hyped, and I feel like they've really lived up to it. Like they've been like killing. I keep seeing people drinking this up all the time. Nice. So I mean, good on them, yeah. Um, <coughs> sorry, go. On. This on is you. like a, good I on. Did you. I say that? Good on you, mate. Everyone in Australia, I forgot that they say that. Like, <laughs> like we were listening to Talkback Radio there. Like, yes. mum was, and then a bunch of my, and I, we thought AM. she was being a little AM, AM radio. Uh, AM radio. <laughs> And we're kind of making, not making, well, we'll make fun of her, I guess. Because it like, seems like old people do it. I'm like, mom, come on. Like, you uh, need to be rolling like that. And then I found out a bunch of my friends, like my age. Listen to it. Listen to it too. So I'm like, oh my God. And people, all it is is old people calling complaining. and complaining about shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not always old people. Just, this person yeah. walked on my lawn. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, Norma from Pasco Vale. What do you got to say? And then they're like, good on you, Norma. All right. <laughs> Next up, Tanya. Yeah, and it's like, uh, they always like ended everything with good on you. Who good else? on you. Thanks, Muff. What, and what, I just what, thought what that was this, so funny. What does this one go with? Oh, Tell me. peppers, cheese, carrot cake, and sunshine. I like everything goes with sunshine. Yeah, it because does, though. It really does. You know what? This is like, I had a bunch of malt forward um, IPAs and... It's West, West Coasty to me. West Coasty, but I had too many of these recently, and I, I can't deal anymore. Like I'm so done with malt forward IPAs, and there's nothing wrong with them. I brought a bunch back from Australia, and I was a little disappointed that a lot of them in a row that mm-hmm. I had were just. It was like this whole like two, maybe three nights of just it's all I drank. I'm just, and that was only a few days ago. I'm so over them. So you don't get sick of the over overly hoppy stuff, but you do get sick of the overly malty yeah, stuff. Just fair. I don't know why. Maybe just because this is what we've had more of in the stretch of time. And I'm just right. like, it's just too much. Yeah, I feel if I, it, too much of anything, I guess, right? Like if I have to start having too many Northeast IPAs, I'm just You like, kind of get sick of them too. Oh, give me like a... Need a break. A crispy boy pills yeah. or something. <laughs> I can't deal anymore. Or a stat or something. Yeah, Just exactly. break it up. But like, um, yeah, these this style is something that we've sort of been having way too much of. Me personally. So this is like still really well made. Um, and this one was in, it was in the fridge, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but there were only two of them and they were kind of like sitting by themselves. I think maybe they had <laughs> sold most of the rest of the yeah. stuff and I didn't and think about that at the time, but now I'm thinking, like, yeah. and I couldn't find a date on it, uh, at uh, all, right? a code. So I was like, I don't think it's like too old or anything. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't taste bad. No. I just feel like it might not be at its freshest. And a couple of the other ones we were like, like, you know, this, we chose this one because it had the closest date. So yes. it was only like maybe two weeks old. Uh, tops um, and a lot of the other stuff were like much it was the other one we almost got and they were like just um, close over, to, yeah close to two, two months, months like a month and, and a half and I remember when I had I don't know if you remember one of the first beer no first versus videos maybe the first versus video we did I did it solo and I had juicing I had Beyond the Pales Aromatherapy yeah. and I was like on Facebook I was like yo what do I get what's that oh, maybe I asked Noah like, what's the haziest closest thing to this type of beer and you said Latois Mosqueteers IPA uh, okay. this is not this is a mosaic version right, so I haven't heard right. this and then I was like alright cool so I grabbed it now he didn't tell me this is how I learned about uh, Haze right. 
and the dropping of hops. So I just grabbed one. I, I used to go to this other place. I won't name it, but I don't right. go there anymore because I just don't. They don't yeah. re- and they just had them sitting on the shelf warm. Warm, right? Collecting like, dust. Dude. Uh, yeah. Now in, in hindsight, I'm like, fuck that. So I, I compared them. I was like, oh, it was, it's fine, but yeah. it's not hazy. It's not juicy by any means. And Noel was like, oh, no, no, no. A week, it's done. That's it. Yeah. And that's what I was like, what do you mean a week? It's yeah. done. Was he the one that kind of said it's like milk, yep. fresh milk? Yep. Yeah. Noah broke me for that. You <laughs> so now I've been upset. Now, now even looking at this one, I took we grabbed this because in hindsight this was more than a month fresher than the next the other, the other one. Right. There was another so we're like, brand. It's got to be this one. Yeah. So now I'm still a little worried, being it's like two, two and a half weeks old. In hindsight, yeah, I think these styles like anything under a month. I think you're you're okay. It's optimal within a week to two, three weeks. It would probably start depleting a little bit. I wouldn't drink it after four weeks. Right. It wouldn't be a point. So that's fair. At the same token, our Get It In Ya collab with Sawdust, it's at now five weeks, a little over. Mm-hmm. And I think it's still like no problems. And it yeah. probably could still get better. I think maybe just for the sheer volume of hops that we're putting in it. Like, yeah. you can't knock that thing down. It's <clears throat> such nah, a big It's beer. not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with the other stuff, it kind of drops a bit more. Um, since we're moving through, this is a beer. I have really been looking forward to. Um, it's a smoothie IPA from Farnham, and I think it's hilarious that they've gone from now. Um, I see papaya and guava and mango, mango. on it. Yep, yep. Cool. Uh, 6.2. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, I haven't, to be honest, I heard not so great reviews. You okay. Can, you do spoil. True. Um, but. I don't really care. Nope. I've just been itching to try it. Not a real fruity nose, like not overtly like mm. not getting punched in the face with fruit, but that's okay. Okay. I um there's also no um date on this. That's concerning usually to me. You want some of that, babe? Yeah, yeah. Give me that, give me that, give me that smoothie. Oh it's not the Yeah, there is. Oh, there is a date? Oh, it's on the side? Uh, Feb seven. That's not bad. Yeah. So that's five weeks. Did it? Yeah. Maybe I just Maybe it more. The it's definitely tropical. Do you want me to pass it over now? Yeah, you can pass it back? You sure? Okay, whenever you're ready. Well, find them. Smoothie. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, a little softer and sweeter than the uh, box. Yeah. I think a little bit of left, like bitterness left in my tongue from that one. I like the mouthfeel. It's creamy though. Yeah, really very big. creamy. I think that's maybe hence the smoothie. Yeah. Softer than like a milkshake. I don't know if it's got lactose. Does it have lactose? Does it mm, it did. Not even sure. So Farnham are an interesting one. So they're they're actually located pretty close to Dunham. Yes, we drove through Farnham to get to Dunham. We today. sure did. Yeah. And they opened up a brewery in South Burlington, Vermont. And they brew um, a lot out of there. Um, and they're really serving the, the, the folks down there. I, I feel like they're even doing more experimenting than the Quebec one, which is interesting. Um, I had some crazy stuff. They got a New England, which was okay. But they had a double IPA, which was way more New England than the New England. Really? <laughs> and it was phenomenal. Nice. Um, and I feel like that. Like that's when I saw this one. I was pretty happy to see that they released it because it's not the same stuff. And I think they ha- the the law is they have to brew there, the stuff they brew there brews Package there, there, and brewed and packaged yeah. there, and the stuff same here. Because as you can tell, this is completely Canadianized, right? Right. There's, there's no, it's mostly French on it. Yeah, there's mostly French on there. Um, I was trying to see if there was uh, what's the thing called. 
It's lactose. Uh, yeah, that's what I look for. I didn't see. But yeah, everything is... Yeah, there's an English side and a French side. Very cool uh, packaging. Super cool. Yeah. Love it. Don't know what the numbers mean. It does say 55 IBU. That's so what I'm just saying. I think that's what it is because maybe... Maybe they make them more different. They just do IBU. Well, we were saying that a lot of their beers have a number associated with them. Like All their beers. Right. So, so could, could that be IBUs? Be IBUs? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Which is interesting. It's kind of a... I don't know. For me, I'm not... That, that's not a number that interests me. 55? No, like, no. The, so the, the, the All IBUs, the IBUs. No, I don't really, care. Unless it's, like, something ridiculous that I need to know ahead of time. Like, this yeah. is 400 IBUs. <laughs> yeah, and like, you're like, all right, does that even exist? probably know that. Yeah. But, um, remember yes. Don't a, God told us the other day, God, shout out to God from Bellwoods. So, yeah, he said IBUs don't matter, really. And he said the last three Bellwoods monogamies that they dropped, the yeah. Galaxy and the yeah. two Kiwi Hops, were all 55 IBUs. They were I believe is Genadinia not uh, right there. 55? If that's 55? 55. Okay, so 55. It's more like 155. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because <laughs> yeah. it was like out of control and it hasn't dropped like that yeah. that much um, in comparison. So if Bellwood stuff was 55 and this is 55 and so was that, then so I don't understand what that number. means. I thought it was based on, it was a calculation based on like the alpha acids in the hops and how much of the hops were used per... Um, liquid. Oh, like volume. Volume. Huh. Yeah. Maybe. So not like, it's not a, a calculation you can like dip a thing in and do a, you know, like, like oh, oh, the SRM, you can, you can uh, you know, there's like the a little gauge in. you put yeah. in. For the ABV, you have a, a hydrometer. FG and stuff. Yeah. So Gravity. <clears throat> so there's ways of tangibly measuring that. Mm. Whereas I think IBUs, is, it's a calculation based on the ingredients you're using. Inter- that would make sense. Yeah. So, I don't know, I guess, I feel like people experience it differently. Like, sometimes they'll say, this beer is not bitter at all. Some be like, oh my god, it's so bitter. It's it's based on your own palate, so it's hard to really yeah, say so subjective. how bitter it is, right? So I guess that's probably why. More of a that. guideline, maybe? I don't know. It gives you an idea, but then, is it much of a guideline when we just mentioned three different beers that have three completely different bitterness volumes? Right. Um, so it's interesting, but, um, I'm going to straight to the last one. I'm ready when you're ready. You're not scared? Never. We're looking good for time? Yeah. Is there anything else specifically just while we're drinking this that we want to cover to talk about Quebec, Tiff? Was there anything that we're missing here, you think? We just kind of ironed to just, so just talk about... our last uh, Oh, no, Quebec. no. This was just like, a, let's do a, let's do a yeah. focus on Quebec. Let's yeah. drink some... It was kind of real casual. Like, yes. we had no real plan for this. Yes, exactly. We just were like, let's drink some cool Quebec beers. Talk a little from, bit about it. And... Yeah, talk about some of our favorite breweries and some of our experiences here and how we feel about it. Maybe... All right, like, if we could, where, where in Quebec do you want to go? Like, which breweries have you got in mind that you want to drink beers from and or visit? Me personally? You personally. Um, well, you always, you're always talking about these... Not even necessarily um, breweries, but like brew pubs and beer bars. Yes. Um, like Benelux is a brew pub or brew beer, pub. Brew pub, right? And they have two uh, two things. So now. I feel like there's a lot of cool brew pubs in the area, and like yes, I like totally. the I, I really enjoy the brew pub experience. Sit down, have a cool meal, do, have a flight of yes. beer brewed right there. Listen to some live music, like hundred percent. That's kind of my scene. So I like to see those pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, as for a specific region, I mean, we go to the Chambly Beer Fest every year. I think it's beautiful down there. and it's amazing. It's nice to see a bunch of local brewers get together. So I can't say, like, 
and I'm not super familiar with the geography here either. So, so is there any like even if it's not an area so much? Is there any like breweries that you're like, oh, I keep hearing people talk about that, I've never tried them, or it's like, is it that sort of foreign? Yeah, to, I, to be no, honest, it, it, down, it kind of just... is. Yeah, I still feel like I'm like I'm here trying it now, but um, I feel like Ontario's still a little closed off from the Quebec scene. Okay. Why do you think that is, or like how how is that? Um, maybe just because we're not exposed to it as much. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's not a lot of it in the LCBL. Like we can get DDC. Well, it actually said today you can get Dunham. Well, now you can, but not like... actually in stores. So you get it online. You'd so have who's to... ordering online though? Like... No one's really. You have to go to like the special vintages catalog and order it, and then they ship it to your closest store, and you got to go pick it up like so a private a whole order. Thing. Right. It's not just grab it off the shelf. Right. So, um, yeah, I just feel like I mean the LCBO obviously pushes. Ontario craft first more than anything else so mm-hmm. um, yeah like I that's why I'm here I want to find out more about the scene right so going to Dunham today really opened up my eyes yeah. to uh, like the like the dopeness yeah. of stuff yeah is it more like because that was kind of what I was surprised about like this is really tough to come up with. <sighs> um, is it more like you just weren't aware of how sick things were I think here, so, yeah. Like and like, just... they're doing some just, like, really cool stuff that I feel like people aren't doing in Ontario. Like, the crazy... Not to say that it's not being done, but, like, some of the mixed saisons and, and stuff we were having today at mm-hmm. Dunham are, are unlike anything I've tasted out of Ontario. And um, I feel like... Quebec really does like knocks the sour beers out of the park. Yeah, really. Like, like they serious. really, yeah. They, I feel like they've been doing them for a long enough time now that they've kind of mastered. Do you want to get that yeah, for you, man? Let's see can give it a crack. I don't these, know if it's my are, hands um, are slippery or something. That's probably what it is. No, quite. There yeah, you go. Good. You got him. Um, yeah, they're definitely doing the sours a lot more out here. Um, but then, if you think about it, we've had no Quebec hasn't had wild um, Ferments, fermentation. Yeah. Um, until now. So, I mean, technically... So, I feel like it, the game's only going to be upped. It's only going to get better. Yeah. And even just based on the ones we had today, even though they weren't even specifically, like, hugely sour beers from Dunham, they were all, like, out of control. The sour was subtle, but it was, like, done well. It was, like, a nice balance between the funk and the sour and... Yeah. Do you want anything? You ready for anything? Uh, this moon? Mercy. The, the fern. The fern's going to get the photo, mate. You know the yep. drill. Haven't had this one. Been looking forward to this one. People keep telling me, "Oh, you had that mosaic one." I'm I like, love mosaic's a great hop. It's fun. You can never ever go wrong yeah. with it. Ready? Yep. What do the kids say again? Get it inside of you. Get it, yeah. That's great. Hell yeah! Give me more of that. I like that a lot. So the Trois Mousquetaires is one of the breweries I've had very, very little contact with. I don't know anybody there. Here you go. Um, Are they a bigger... Because um, I see their stuff everywhere. Are they... They've been out here. As far as bigger, do you know what I think they are? I think they're very... I would very much liken them to uh, Judicio. Ah, uh, okay. Because uh, they have large as... distro, right? Like oh, yeah. they got distro. Um, like I remember I actually came up in my Facebook memories the other day the first time I had their uh, Polter, uh, uh, Baltic Porter mm. in, like I think I had the 2011 I know right oh, fuck I'm tired of shit uh, and it was um, 
I didn't appreciate the value of it. And then just seeing the way, like, even when we, what episode was it? 68 or something with um, Pub Brewski. They were talking about, um, they had their latest one, like the barrel age one and just all the different versions. Like, he was just creaming over it. I'm like, damn, all right. Like, people really mess with these yeah. guys. So apparently the brewer left. Um, his name is Alex. He left now and uh, I think he's starting his own thing. Cool. So I don't know if things are going to be the same, but if they keep the recipes, mate, you're good. This is amazing. This is uh, 100% Quebec malts. Yep. Also, it's it's a Mosaic IPA, but it does have three different hops in it. Oh, yeah? So Mosaic, Chinook, and Centennial. So there are a few nobles in there just to like balance them out? I guess, yeah. Huh? I guess the Mosaic shines through, and it's hazy as tits. Now, this is what Noah was talking about, and this is a... Two and a half weeks old. This is yeah, still, I got no complaints. Yeah. I wonder if it's even better if it was fresh, but it's, it's like dry. It's, it's not as bitter as I expected, mm. to be honest. I think we had a couple. This guy was pretty that bitter. Was bitter. Yeah. Super chalky. This is great. This is like essentially, this is a Northeast IPA right here. Like by every pretty other close, definition. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 22nd of February, so. Yeah, low really, I, low IBUs. Yep. I think it says 40 Everything I want it to be, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bloody love it. Bloody love it. Yeah, so these guys are super sick as well. I mean, like, and I feel like what we've had tonight is a pretty nice cross-section of Quebec beers. Yeah. Um, And sort of, you know, what, what they can offer. Now, granted, you could say, like, oh, but you guys only had these. Like, you know, there's a few IPAs and a belt. Like, we didn't have stouts or we didn't do sure. any of that type of stuff. Because um, we're about to drink more Quebec stouts. Yeah. After this, anyway, for a separate video. So we didn't really want Some to do it boss in here. Dogs. Some really, really good ones at a really high APV. Yeah. Um, but, like, we you know, we know Quebec is, their stouts are out of control, too. Yeah. But we, this is just ones where we went in there. I just want to make that clear. Like, we went in just to pick a bunch of stuff that attracted us. And Connor just, like, eye. Just, we just did a brief walkthrough. And we're like, oh, let's get this, 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 and this. So yep. That was what it was. And just, let's get a bunch down. of bomb Quebec beers. Yeah. And, enjoy them and talk about had some the, little bit of variety in there and yeah, yeah. and I, I didn't get to go to well no, I didn't get to I didn't really get out to Peluso too much um, so it was cool just to swing by and check it out again and see what's going on and they've always got the fire if you're going to go anywhere yeah. to get the fire that's where you need to go um, but yeah man overall I just, I'm really sort of grateful that we get to get involved with the scene out here I think it's super cool awesome yeah um, you know and I'm looking forward to doing more uh, more and more work. We have another podcast tomorrow um, with another Quebec brewery. And um, I'm gonna, we're going to keep it moving. Hopefully we can get you out here more often to, yeah. to yap with folks. No doubt. Um, but we're still Summer should be busy them. with all the festivals and stuff like yeah, that. And we'll see if we can squish in a few, yeah. a few podcasts. There's going to be a lot of festivals. So, you know, if, if you're not in Quebec, and I would definitely recommend that you get out here. And, you know, if you can get your hands on some Quebec beers where you are. I mean, a lot of the times, say our friends in America are probably only going to be out to get Unibrew, I'd say. Right. Which, granted, is still really good. Yeah. It's a shame it's sold, but it's still good beer. I agree. Um, I don't think it's really reflective overall of what Quebec has to offer. There's so much more stuff. I feel like people could probably get a bit of judicial and even a bit of the Thomas Cater in most places. Mm -hmm. Closer to the border. Closer to the border, I was going to say, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, New York, you can get, like, bows have distro in New York and stuff now. So, like, yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff you're going to be able to get as it goes into the bigger beer cities. Like, if you're in Ohio or Missouri or something, like, you'd probably be able to get Unibrew. 
at the very least. Yeah. But it's worth a trip up. Like a lot of uh, sure. out of town people are coming here. Like we said, we've got friends in the States who are Come really... on a beercation. Come up to uh, Montreal, go to Quebec City. There's lots of awesome little uh, towns and townships you can visit too. Yeah. And these like, breweries Dunham all in between. seemed like to me was in the middle of nowhere, but. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it was like out in the farm country, which is kind of cool. So it was like an hour. Lots from, to yeah. explore in Quebec. Yeah, there's definitely a ton of stuff going on. Uh, a ton of new breweries opening, I think, too, as well, I'm, I'm hearing. And like it's worth getting it. It's a huge province. I think it's like like eight or nine hours to drive to oh, where Oval and like yeah. the Caribou is based out in Gaspésie, like super far. Yeah. So, you know, in between there, there's a shit ton of stuff, yeah. you know, little towns and like, you know, even like and you said, wineries City. and stuff too, yeah. like worth checking out. It's a beautiful place and, you know, we're only sort of scratching the surface. So we're not yeah. really approaching this just to be also clear. We're not approaching this as any sort of experts, as we've sort of said, like we're all like figuring it out and mm-hmm. just trying to sort of get a bit deeper in the, in uh, what's going on out here. Um, so shout out Quebec. Um, I guess that's it there, mate. Yep. Shout outs to uh, Brewheads. And to Brewheads. Speak. The one and only opener you ever need. You ever going to need. A few other quick shout outs. Shout outs to Pretty Penny. Pretty Penny Jewelry. Always. Hot Bomb. Yeah, whatever. Represent. Give her the shout outs on the podcast because we're always interviewing people. So yeah. This is nice to give Hot her a nice shout out. Hillary is G. Time. I wear it I literally. Sleep with it. It's, I don't take it in the I shower. In the sauna. I'm like, ow, Everything. Ow, ow, ow. It's hot. It gets hot in the sauna. Real, oh, really yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. You can't touch that shit. <laughs> And shout out to uh, Ontario Bruce for the tea. Word. Uh, he makes a super dope merchandise, but yeah. his photos on Instagram are out of control. Shout out to Greg. He did a wicked shot of uh, Get It In. Yeah. Which is very cool. cool. Glass upside down. Upside down. Bam. I like what it represented. Upside yeah. down. Australia. 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 Everyone's upside down there, mate. Um, so if you enjoyed the episode, chuck us a big fat thumbs up. Um, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell so you know what's popping with all the next videos. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast and check out the full length podcast so you can occasionally hear us yap solo or we can talk to some cool ass people uh, on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your uh, audio stuff. Make sure you rate and review us. That's the new team. We need cool. to come up in the ratings, yes. in, the, in the rankings type of thing. Right. And the more people rate and review it's us, it helps. to our lives. Basically, if, if you don't do it, yeah, we might we cease to exist, and hopefully that's not what you want. Hopefully that's not existing's you want. cool. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Sorry, right. I like it. It's yeah. Not too bad. Well, as the children say, cheers and cheers. We'll see you in the next one. And get it in, in ya. ya.